Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun. Get a good laugh, get a good laugh, 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 get information, get information, information, and enjoy the show, enjoy the show, the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. Sigma Male. Hey, good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Nigel McKnight of Sigma Male Diaries. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to parts one and two of my series. And this is part three. This is what concludes this series, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not going to hold you too much longer, but let's get to the show. Visual. So, yeah, that, that does does matter. I'm not going to lie because I, I will only go so, you know. Natural. That, yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah, so, it's natural. It you know? is an instinct. Right. Right. And, um, uh, but boundaries, like, what kind of boundaries? Okay. Yeah. For example, when a woman meets a man, a lot of women, excuse me, a lot of women would fail to say, hey, listen, you know, I'm looking to be married within six months or within the first year. You know, some. Mean, huh? A woman? Would tell a man I'm looking to get married in six months? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I don't know if she could still hear me. Okay, when a man and, and a woman is dating with a certain intent, whether it's for marriage, whether it's for a, you know, uh, how can we call it? A sneaky link or, or a cuddle buddy, whatever the case is. Like when you come in with standards, that is based on how you would value your worth. You know, so when you come in, you let a guy know, you know, you like each other. Listen, I'm not, you know, willing to like this be this type of chick. Like I, I want to be, this is what I want, basically. And the guy will let you, it's, it's what we call bringing it to the table. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that that type of thing. What, what would you bring to the table? What would you expect a man to bring to the table? Sort of thing. So that's that's okay. where the boundaries come comes in at. His company. Mm-hmm. If I care about him, if I have developed emotions and the process of respect and some knowledge of his upbringing and family or whatever, um, what I would bring to the table is ultimately a commitment. It doesn't have to be a marriage. Because I do come from a very, very traditional background. Right. Right. Yeah, because see, that's, um, that's, that's what I was speaking of. Because some women these yeah. days, they look for security. You know, with that comes, like, you can date anybody all you want, but that security blanket, like, that could be gone in the incident. That man could find a more suitable, more attractive woman, woman with less problems, you know, and vice versa. You this know what I mean? you're a millionaire. And you're going to give me a mansion. You're going to give me a car, Bentley. I don't drive Mercedes. Um, oh, that sucks. So let's give you all this. All right? Yeah. <laughs> you can take that away at any given time. So a woman needs to feel secure herself. That goes that she has independence. She's comfortable in her skin. 
what if she, she have what if she have to sacrifice her independence as a wife meaning that you're allowing someone else to take leadership though then you know at that now i've never been in that position oh. but have if i ever you know i would just like i'm not going to go and say i want all of your financial stuff i'm not going to go to court i'm not going to go do this it's ugly it really is ugly the process right oh. sit down with you and i would say listen this is all i need this is how you met me this is what i had <laughs> and and very little I, i'm not going after your freaking finance i'm not going after your bank account bitcoin bitcoin whatever you want to call it yeah mentor coins and all that <laughs> billions billions of dollars <laughs> uh, trust me made it all uh and at the end it's worthless uh, yeah. it's only paper right um uh, and you know what i would say this is what i'm going to settle for either you know mm-hmm. Okay. We sit here at the table or I'm not going into court of law. No, I'm not doing that. Because mm-hmm. everybody's making money off of everyone. That's true. That's true. So if that man is willing to do that, you know, that's a respectable person and I will devote my life as a friend, as someone that cares for him. for the rest of my life regardless if we're divorced or not. Right. Okay, I, I'm great. I'm going to give you an example, right? And then I'll just see how you respond to it. But I know you said so. I would just say this in general terms. I I would keep it neutral. Suppose that you know, this lady, you know, she she met this guy. She and he's everything that she wanted. He is in fact her dream guy, right? So as I said before, women are born with their value, femininity, their beauty, you know, stuff like that, right? Where a man has to make himself valuable, and that's 9 times out of 10, you know, finances, probable looks, and I say probable because most women say, "Hey, he has to look like this." He has if there's like no if ands or buts about it, unless it's financial. All that money stuff make the looks and all that other stuff go goes away, right? So a man would say, "Listen, I'm I'm a, you know, entrepreneur, I'm a business owner. I make I'm just throwing a number out here, 340k a year. You know, I'm looking to be married within 6 months to a year. You know, I just, you know, want a woman that's feminine, cooperative. Now, when I say submissive, I'm I'm talking about uncontested cooperation, okay? I'm not saying submissive as if use a slave or something because I'm not even one of those dominating guys anyway. If I feel a woman give me any bit of resistance, she's out of there. Yeah, I know it happens, but like, you know, my time for me is too valuable. And in return, do you want to Okay. Do you want to marry me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I've been married before. I mean, I may possibly oh. get married again. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid of marriage, so I I chose my wife. So I made that mistake. That was a distraction. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I I take jokes quite well. Um, so in return, let's say she's looking for the same thing. You know what I mean? And she says, "Okay, well, look, I understand what you're saying, but okay, you have everything for us. You know, provide me with security. You know, finances and stuff like that. You know, I can give you this amount of kids if you want it, huh?" 
That's a verbal commitment. That's a verbal. That's that's right. Then you set a date once you realize, okay, this is something that I want to proceed forward with. That's how, you know, for me, that's how I would do things as a man. You know, most guys just link up. They just do whatever and whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? There's no foundation. There's no structure. That's it's messy. Commitment that could take that is accountability in yes. the court of law. Yes. Like I said, a lot of people lack accountability. You know what I mean? And then they become the victim. Well, this guy was like this, or that woman was like that. She used me for this, or he dogged me out like that. He cheated. He exercised options because I wouldn't do this. And, and you know, cooperation, like I said, interdependency is very, very important. That's the best type of cooperation you can have. I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use a couple in my family that's been married for 48 years. My brother and my sister-in-law, which I can't stand, but I gotta say something about the, that couple. So um, he cheated on her. Um, he's a flamboyant person. Uh, financially well off, son of a bitch. <laughs> So, uh, you know how many times I talked to my sister-in-law and I said, you know, you could divorce him and you could take everything. You know what she responded multiple times? No. Nope. 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 She stuck with it. They were very young when they got married. They both had issues. Right. But you know what? Now they're in their uh, 60s. They have a wonderful life, their grandparents. And they laugh over it. Right. And she stood by him. No, no matter what. Do I respect that woman? Yes. Do I dislike her to death because of the relationship her and I have? Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, she takes care of him. She loves him. She sacrificed. There you go. Marriage is about sacrifice. There you go. You know, mm -hmm. you know what? How can I disrespect her? Right. How can I? How can I? Yeah, we have differences. Actually, we're very much alike. And, um, yeah, I do respect him. I respect him as well. Yeah, he, he could have gone the other way and said, you know, I don't want to. I got a younger one. A beautiful one. I followed him, trust me. So did my sister and the daughter, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what? He got busted. But, you know what? He came back. And he came back as a better man. Right. That happened. You know, there's a, there, there's a book called The Odyssey. Mm-hmm. That's the book that got the little hands up against the cover, like it's reaching through the cover? No, it's a Greek book that was written thousands of years ago by Homer. Okay, it's I thought it was man. rewritten. I, I mean, revised. Okay. Probably. Yeah. So... Uh, it's about an adventure. 
either I read that book or they made that into a movie. I, I think that's what that was. I think they made Odyssey into a movie. What's up? Odyssey. So uh, this will be the last time because I got to pick up like ten, nine o'clock and go to a memorial, you know, it's a memorial day. Okay, right, yeah. And, uh, but uh, yes, it is a movie. It's about a male and a female and it's about, it's not about, a, it's not just about a husband and wife. It's way, way, way more complicated they were irish about how uh, female think and how men are right and um it's just an incredible uh movie is the most basic form and i don't want to read homer right now uh, but you know men need adventure in their lives and uh, i'm not saying that they should cheat Maybe he never slept with that girl. Maybe it was just a thrill, the excitement. And, um, but we all took care of it. And you know what? My sister's version is, you know what? She wasn't that bad. She was a nice girl. She just didn't know any better. That's all she knew. Right. And, right. um, I don't think my brother, my brother has a saying, I'd rather drink uh, 10 bottles of whiskey than cheat on my wife. I'd rather cheat on my wife with liquor than to cheat with another woman. But maybe she was there at the time when he was going out and he needed that space. Right, right. Yeah, it's important sometimes that, you know, have space. You don't necessarily have to, like, separate. Some people, you know, they literally separate, like, being different parts of the house for, like, days. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's depression or, or um, animosity, but that that's, I mean, I've been through that. You know, I've been with my wife. Um, I was only married for 56 days, right? Because I had written a book. <laughs> yeah, I had written a book before I had met her, but I got it published. I yeah, I got it published though while we were together though. Actually, did real good. I had a um a fifty thousand um, dollar a three part um, book deal with the Green Ivy at the time. Maybe but, wait a minute. Huh? Was put in your life so you could write that book. Yeah, yeah. That was God's way. Right. Yeah, but that's a odyssey mm -hmm. yep and you know what she told me because see i have a good sense of intuition and i'm not i'm not going to say that i brought it up you know for it to happen but i can read people very well are you, huh are you born in are you a pisces no i'm a scorpio oh god <laughs> a sigma male scorpio <laughs> happen to be a sigma male too um when i had uh read her i told her right i said i have a funny feeling that when we gonna end up getting divorced through the finances and she said really because i seen her lifestyle as i got to know her see i didn't vet her properly and this is why i could speak from experience now to help other people i just seen a pretty face you know she was uh biracial and everything you know and she was she you know 
she was all right. But when she told me, hey, look, I, I don't think I can do this anymore because your book not making enough money. And I said, are you serious? My book only be published for like three or four months, right? Don't you know, after my after um, we had split up, I had got a movie endorsement with Pearson Media, <laughs> with Hollywood. You know what I mean? And oh, come to contribute to my new venture. What's that? I I'm only asking for ten. So go to. So my name will be. I'm developing a character, Cecilia. Okay. My former colleagues are very disappointed in me. Because I'm going to expose it in a different version. Oh, uh, okay, okay. No, no, and I we're not profiting by this. Seriously, there's no profit. Yeah, I have it's, a friend. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, StudioStargazer.org. StudioStargazer.org. org. Okay. Yeah, because I'm recording this anyway, so I'm definitely going to remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. Is where? Uh, yeah, I've been in Hollywood. I was a public figure, by the way. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah. So if you ever oh, look no. up my name on Google, Nigel McKnight, you'll see my book. I made Amazon's best list, uh, short, what is it called? Amazon best short sellers list, whatever they call that. I made that three years in a row. I even got to post it on YouTube. You know what I mean? I made I, who's who, huh? I got you. Subscribe. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. That's all. Oh, so you subscribe. Okay. Thank you. I got, yeah, because I got email notifications. And I will try to like donate. Wait, I'm trying to get you on Instagram. One second. Okay, Instagram. yeah. Oh, I don't know. That keeps giving me YouTube. Oh. Oh. Yeah, my, my Instagram is at Nayaboy. N I Y A B O I. Well, we'll get in touch later. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> very hard drinking and smoking at the same time. That yeah, I, I just put mine out too. And I gotta be. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> I have a cannabis store and everything. <laughs> I have I have oh, a um, clothing website and stuff. Um, I have my own brand. Yeah, I, I do a lot yeah, of stuff. Huh? I was a designer. Oh, 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 great. Yeah, I have one, Evelyn Bellucci. I said a lot. Well, I'm the poorest billionaire you ever met in your life, and I'm <laughs> loving it. I as long as you're comfortable. I mean, you know, don't get too comfortable, but as long as you're comfortable, you know. <laughs> but please have that site. He desperately needs he's a he's he's just incredible, that site. My God. And I'm gonna play a role. Cecilia. I developed Cecilia. It was just like a random thing. And I've been writing all my life documenting. Okay. And uh, I developed this character, and uh, this summer it's gonna go into. We're not. We're not gonna go to Hollywood. Oh, it's independent. In Arizona than Hollywood. Yeah. I used to go there all the time. Yeah. I, I did a like a lot of high-end jewelry pieces for Hollywood. Oh, that's I nice. Okay, congratulations. Amazon, tell Jeffrey Bezos, yeah, never I, ever call me to sell books. <laughs> yeah, I, I work with 
Yeah, I, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, because I, I have my book. I'm at Amazon Prime. My book is on there. They're trying to. He, they sent me an email to get my clothes for me to sell my brand down there. And you should read this book. I was trying to order, but I ran out of money. I've been spending too much. Oh. Uh, it's my not nobody's money. Uh, it's called The Gambler, Kirk Kerkorian, MGM. Okay, does it has a CH in it? Or Concorium, you said? Kirk Kerkorian, he was an Air Force pilot. Kerkorian. Oh, okay. Okay. Who ended up buying all of Las Vegas. And I swear to God, I'm not related to none of those people, including Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I swear. Uh, yeah, I might, I might have to think about that marriage proposal. <laughs> no, but seriously, though. I mean, because you know. But I swear, Kim Kardashian would follow me at MGM because I used to go there for business all the time to Las Vegas, West Coast, East Coast, whatever, South and North. Mm-hmm. And. I used to think that he was trying to rob me. Well, yeah, coming yeah. from New York. Yeah, they're 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 slick, very slick. Well, he was the owner of the freaking hotel. Uh, and uh, so, make a long story short, one day we're, the entire like we ha- we're having a convention and everything stops and they're like, he's coming and I'm like, who's coming? And I was very young back then. Kirk Kerkorian is coming. I'm like, what the fuck is an Armenian man doing in Las Vegas? Coming where? They're like, don't you know? He's the owner of this hotel. That's why you're getting all these executive suites or whatever, presidential suites. I'm like, what the hell are you people talking about? So I I tell my brother-in-law, I'm going to go see this guy. And he's like begging me, Mary, don't do it. You're going to humiliate yourself again. I'm like, it's all right. I've been humiliated before. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, and man, when you're dealing with those people, I mean, I'm not going to be too opinionated about it. But yeah, when you're in that type of industry, a whole lot of stuff happens. A whole lot of stuff happens and it's real easy to lose your soul to lose yourself to get caught up in a whole bunch of stuff i mean that goes Mm -hmm. but i I, after i tell this story and i told it many times and it's true it's a fact and there was so many witnesses so i'm like okay i'm gonna go see who this guy is and um and Like the sheriffs are all lined up with rifles and I'm a former gymnast and I'm not a big woman. Who the hell do I see? The man that was trying, that I thought was trying to rob me. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, that's my grandfather's initials name. And I get, I slide under one of the marshals. And he approaches me. I approach him. I don't know which one happened first. And I'm like, it's you. He says, yeah, it's me. And he <laughs> says, would you like to come upstairs? I said, no, 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 no. I don't get into an elevator with men. And then he tells me, I think you should go back to your mother. 
I said, yeah, I will. I just want to see that it was you. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I thought that you were trying to rob me. I thought you were a thief. And you know what he says to me? He says, no, you are the true thief. And I'm like, I never stole anything in my life. He goes, nope, you're a thief of hearts. <laughs> no. says, are you sure you come to the meeting? I said, no, no, I will not. And he said, good. And he smiled. And he was gentle, actually, kind person. But you never know what goes down right. behind closed doors. Right. And I was not going to put there. Yeah, Armenian too. And not the past, you know? Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. So my father in law is like, oh, Jesus. And the rest of the convention is like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe that she did this. Right. But. No clue to what the conversation was about. Mm-hmm. And um, later I told them, and but I did live a privileged life. And I'm grateful and I'm blessed. And thank you for sharing with me. No problem. And thank you for listening. And uh, life is good. Life is amazing. I agree. Life is what you make it. And... You know, God puts people in our lives so we could learn. And not all mistakes are bad. It needs to happen. And that's what I was getting at, you know, with this lady that you married. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I took that as a learning experience. I didn't even I didn't get upset. I was disappointed with myself because I married her in less than six months. But we was we was cool though as friends, you know. And just so happy once we got because I I don't deal with that whole simping stuff, just chilling with you know people and stuff. Like if you go be in my life, it's for an intended purpose, not not to try to play games, you know. Nigel, I didn't want to marry my husband. I really didn't. I knew him for twenty years. Mm -hmm. We were good as friends. And, but, you know, there was family pressure from both sides. And then we had sex and that was like, oh, okay, now we got to get married. Right. Especially the background that I come from. Right. And it was not pleasant after we got married. We both made mistakes. I forgive him. And I know he forgives me. It was just a mistake. Right. Yeah. And, um. And I wish him well. I always do. And we had good times as friends. Right. Yes. Yeah. We're no longer friends. Mm-hmm. We're no longer. And that's the sad part. Yeah. So I lost the friend. Right. And he did. And um, but we gained other things. So by saying this. There's no winners. There's no losers. This experience. It's just, it is what it is. It's the experience of life. Right. It's this amount called life. So by saying this, my dear, let me take a quick nap. And uh, I got to get ready for today. All right. You have Thank a you blessed so. holiday. Thank you. You too, my dear. Blessing to you All right. too. Okay. Bye. Right, bye. All right, everybody, that will conclude my show if nobody else wants, well, my talk, rather, if no one else wants to come on. However, I appreciate all the participation. 
I appreciate your patience and everything. And thank you for welcoming me to Wisdom. I'm starting, I'm going on my third day now. I mentioned to a couple of people before, I was invited by uh, Jesse Young, one of the Wisdom team um, staff members. So I'm trying to get my badge and everything straightened out so I can have my, um, whatever it is I'm supposed to have. So I can be, um, you know, how would they say? Address properly. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I enjoy my um, podcast anyway. You know, that's that's just what I do. This is just an added incentive for me. And as I said before, you know, I like these talks. You know, I don't really talk that much unless it's business anyway. And, you know, I, I think that we all can learn something from um, from one another. You know, that's that's just how I look at it. So everyone stay safe. Have a blessed day. I'm going to bed. I haven't went to bed since um was Monday. I haven't went to bed since I was out here Saturday, honestly. I ain't gonna lie, it took like a two hour nap, but I still gotta handle my business because I do everything by myself. Alright, which I, I don't mind at all. It's very, very peaceful and it goes how I want it to go. So the outcoming results are superb. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, always remain motivated, remain humble, ambitious. Always, always have um good self-awareness self-fulfillment um always always self-reflect all right there's nothing wrong with self-awareness and then utilizing accountability that's important that's what makes you human and that's just how it is everybody all right thanks for listening and this is your host nigel mcknight of sigma male diary this concludes my talk my podcast some of you might like what i say then again some of you might not I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. But thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And this is your host on Wisdom. And your host on Sigma Diaries, Nigel McKnight. Y'all stay safe and be blessed. Amen. Amen.